0: Welcome to episode 146 of the Disney Park Princess Podcast. I'm your co-host Sarah. I'm Sharla. No Heather this week. So there was no debate over who was. <laughs> there is no longer a debate. That's she right. goes first. That's right. Um I don't is even, actually
1: I don't even remember why I got mad and said that she would always go first, <laughs> but that's the
0: thing. That's this is the new thing. Hey, you know, we all have those days. Um she is at Walt Disney World right now, and today is Tuesday, October 19th, also known as Genie Launch Day. Yay. <laughs> now, I haven't heard from her yet today. Have you? No,
1: I have not. Uh, but today-
0: I'm a I- little scared. <laughs> like,
1: I don't uh, want- today is her VIP tour.
0: Today's her VIP tour. Right. So. so I don't want to bother her in her VIP tour, but I All know right. that she was, you know- Hesitant about what the impact was going to be on her tour. So, hopefully, there has been none and she is just blissfully enjoying her plaid experience. Yes.
1: I believe um, she did post to Facebook stories and probably Instagram stories about what the app looked like this morning.
0: That was me. Oh, that was you. <laughs> that was me, actually. <laughs> that was me. Yep, that was me. <laughs> I got up early this morning because I wanted to see what happened at 7 a.m. Um, because I was fairly certain by 701 <laughs> the whole system was going to be gone. Um, but actually, that's what we're going to be talking about in the news this week. Our topic, we're going to get to that in a little bit, but our topic is going to be cruising. Why we love cruising, what we are looking forward to, uh, you know, when we personally resume cruising. Of course, cruising has slowly begun to, you know, happen again. You know, cruises are sailing out of different ports, not all ports yet, but some ports. Um, and so we're going to be getting into sort of like you know what were our first like what what made us fall in love with cruising as a vacation? In, in particular, Charlotte and I are doing this because um, we both love cruising. We very frequently cruise together, and in fact, this is the week when we are normally on a cruise ship together. So oh, I know
1: I have no I have no Halloween costume made for us this year. I have you know it's my it's, time hop uh, is just like photos of us is
0: like Chip and Dale, and Kevin <laughs> and Russell, and like you know like it's just it's, yeah anyway um so back to genie genie plus and individual lightning line selections they have all launched i have not seen any reports of the system crash i'm knocking on What does i say this i haven't seen your reports of the system crashing yet have you
1: um i have not either i know that there were some things happening yesterday that was kind of making yes. things wonky yep but they said they were loading that yeah um, but in terms of Booking it, adding it to your package, all of that stuff, it seems – I'm also knocking out wood – seems to be working pretty good right now, which is great.
0: And I – so I happened to be up very early this morning, and I happened to be staring at my phone at 645 when my – my Disney Experience all of a sudden did an automatic update and the icon has changed. It's now a 50th anniversary special icon for your My Disney Experience. So if you're looking for it on your phone, you're wondering why you can't find it just by the icon, it's it's different, it doesn't look the same as it did. Um, there was a little sort of pop-up when you first logged in this morning, which I actually screenshotted and put in our Instagram story. So if you go look at those, you can see what it is and what it looks like. Now, I don't have a park pass reservation for anything, so I wasn't able to go in and play with the system um, but I'm, um, we, a couple of our listeners actually have already checked in and they have been using it and knock on wood. It seems to be going well so far. So, nice. you know, yeah. yeah. Um, I so do like all of the our listeners who posted for us.
1: I do like all the 50th anniversary, um, flair that they've put on
0: like the tops of emails and things like that. I think it is really pretty- everywhere and I'm here for it. Like I love it. It's, um, the iridescence I just I love all of it I think it's really pretty and I'm dying yeah. to see it and I'm not going to lie even though I'm not really physically up to traveling quite yet I have sp- it just so happens that my husband and I have vacation the first week of November and I'm not going to lie I have been legit looking at hotel rooms and <laughs> plane tickets because we were supposed to be going on a cruise that we had to cancel anyway um it's not out of the realm of possibility that I'm going to Disney in a couple of weeks, so I'm just going to say that. It's not completely out of the realm of possibility. But. Well, yeah,
1: I have a trip in June, and it's also in the very realm of possibility that we will be going in the first couple of weeks of December, depending on what happens with the children's vaccines, because yes. we want to
0: <gasps> treat so our child. You're so close. You're so close. <laughs>
1: it's been stuck at home for the past year and a half, poor thing, so, well, yeah. uh, anyway.
0: Yeah, I get it. Um, so, one of the things that I was really interested to see on lunch day was how quickly did Rise of the Resistance and the individual Lightning Link selections sell out. It actually took longer than I thought it would. Uh, Rise of the Resistance sold out by 10 a.m. for individual Lightning Lane selections. I mean, that's three hours. That's that took long. a while. Yep, yeah. I I was I thought I I. Sort of legitimately thought that by like if the park opened at nine by nine oh (laughs) one like you know I knew that I knew that they would have not sold out just for onsite guests you know I I knew that wasn't going to be a possibility but I did think as literally as soon as the park opened that they would just be gone yeah um so we're seeing you know some sort of pricing and things happen so like today this is from Disney Food Blog by the way so credit where credit is due um. Individual attraction selections cost so far today that we're seeing is Remy's Ratatouille Adventure is $9. R- Mickey and Minnie's Runway Railway is $8. Rise of the Resistance is 15. Space Mountain is seven. Seven dwarves is ten. Frozen Ever After is nine. Flight to Passage is eleven, and Everest is seven. So seven to fifteen. Seven to yes. fifteen is the range. Um okay. But like Heather posted a Soren uh wait time yesterday, like the standby queue for Soren yesterday was 20 minutes. Yeah, I don't remember the last time I saw a 20 minute wait time for Soren. So, you know, we'll see how it goes today with the with the wait times and things. Um, I'm just sort of curious, I'm opening the app right now just to see if I can take a look at what the wait times are for the standby queues. Um, I have to remember how to do that, I think it's on the map. Here we go, I'm gonna zoom, zoomy, zoom, zoom, wait times. All right, so the map, Oh, here we go okay so just to give you an idea um jungle cruise is 50 minutes in the magic kingdom right now haunted mansion is 40 minutes um let's look at it like a mountain or something let's try to find uh no space mountains actually only 30 minutes for the standby queue so not that bad the, the wait times actually see Ooh, i see a 60 minutes what's that 60 minutes, seven doors, mine train is the standby queue is 60 minutes.
1: Okay, but that's actually so, not that bad for that ride,
0: it really isn't. Um, what is the longest? The longest I see is 80 minutes. What is 80? Mi- oh, Peter Pan's flight. Okay, well, that makes sense. Interesting. I mean, and honestly, when you see 80 minutes for Peter Pan's flight, it probably just means that that area is getting a little congested. They just they're trying to deter you, like it's. It's not an eight minute wait time. Like it's probably more like 45, 60 minutes, I would say. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, but anyway, knock on wood, all seems to be going relatively smoothly. and literally knocking on wood. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so that's it with Genie Plus. If you are in the parks this week, if you are listening to this podcast or if you have a trip planned soon, um, you know, let us know how this experience is going for you. Send us an email at info at DisneyPrintPrincess.com. Or you can always post in our Facebook group. We have a Disney Park Princess Facebook group that is a lot of fun, actually. Um, there are also all kinds of, like, new photo reality. They're, they're basically Snapchat filters. You know, they're, they're included with the if you purchase Genie Plus. Um, and one of them is the Cake Castle. <laughs> Kyle has been taunting me <laughs> with the Cake Castle. Um, so here's the deal I'm going to make. I told him, I told him I was joking when I said this, and he was like, Oh, you should do that. So I we can all blame this on Kyle. Um, I have photos of me in front of the cake castle. I don't like these photos for a variety of reasons. But if we get five new Patreons this week, I will post the photo in the Patreon Facebook group. That's the deal. Five new Patreons, any level. I don't like it. And that I will I will post the the photo
1: (laughs) that's great i cannot promise to do that because i don't know where my photos are
0: i happened to stumble across it the other day so
1: i don't i don't think they're in my house they've got to be at my mom's house if they still exist but i went in 1997 when that
0: was the thing so yep that's fantastic and i would love to see it so yeah all right so we get five new patreons this week Go to patreon.com park Princess. patreons get access to exclusive content we do an additional sort of mini podcast um, right after this that you can subscribe and have it roll right into your feed so it'll play automatically right after that you also get access to our private facebook group um discounts on our disney park princess merchandise and you know all kinds of other fun stuff so we get five new ones this week i will post the hated birthday cake castle photo
1: I I feel so in the minority that I didn't actually hate it. It's so weird. I know.
0: Oh, a lot of people like. La- no, 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 many, 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 many people liked it. Many I, people liked it. I, I feel like say, I'm in the minority for hating it. <laughs>
1: like, I'm not going to go so far as to say that I liked it, but I will say that I didn't, did not hate you, it.
0: you don't feel as strongly about it as I do. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think part of it was that it was my honeymoon. Um, it was my husband's first trip. So, well, it wasn't his first trip. It was his first trip since 1980. So to me, it's essentially a first trip, you know. And, you know, it's my honeymoon. I don't, I, here it is 25 years later and I'm still staring at the photo of the stupid, I want the castle. Maybe you could take that photo and put it through the filter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll like photo reverse it or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right. So that's the deal. Five new photos, and I'll post it. But anyway, there's all kinds of fun stuff with Genie Plus. There's don't forget. There's also the free planning tools, which anybody has access to um, that help sort of plan your day. Now, one of the pieces of feedback that I am seeing online is that the Genie tips seem to sort of assume that you're going to be there for rope drop, and if you're not planning to be there for rope drop, they don't necessarily know how helpful they are. So we'll see how that play. Again, it's the first day. We'll see how it plays out but that's you know interesting to note and we'll see how that goes
1: okay
0: all right um and because heather has her vip tour today she's not doing genie plus today but she is going to do it one day uh during her trip she said so we'll see we'll hear all about it when she gets back uh other news holiday news my favorite kind of news the candlelight processional is returning Yay. I'm excited about this. I'm super, I love the Candlelight Processional. I just, well, I mean, everybody knows that I'm kind of obsessed with the holidays, but I just love the Candlelight Processional. And it's so funny because I am not a religious person, um, but I just love them. I, you know, I, to me, I just look at it as, as storytelling. And so I just love the music and the performers and the singers and the choir. It's such a spectacle, you know, it's yeah. such sort of a grand I just, I think it's fantastic. Um, They have also released a partial list of the 2021 narrators. Um, It's always a partial list. It is never etched in stone. This will a 1,000% change between now and when the candlelight processional begins after uh, Thanksgiving. I'm just trying. I'm scrolling, 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 scrolling. There are going to be... um, uh, can like processional dining packages are going to be available again this year so, um,
1: so that's a so that's a been in the past a good way to ensure your seat
0: yes yes um yeah it sort of keeps you from having to stand in line for yeah. <laughs> uh so this year's narrators that they have announced are Cheetah rivera jody benson alton fitzgerald white lisa ling Stephen curtis chapman blair underwood and pat sajak those are the those are the numbers that we know so far no neil patrick harris yet people so Stay tuned. Yeah. Um, but anyway, very exciting. Coming up next, we are going to get into cruising. Why we love cruising. Yes, Disney cruising, but also just cruising in general. Why we love it. Why we think you should at least try it. <laughs> if you've never cruised before, why we think you should give it a shot. And um, you know what makes it sort of the, the perfect vacation for us. Stay tuned. All right, Sharla. I don't know about you but my time hop is nothing but photos of
1: us this week <laughs> i know but this time two years ago we were in berbuda mm-hmm. uh we were working we did an excursion where we um cut glass and b- i made a little i made some jewelry and mm-hmm. i made a little suncatcher. catcher sun, sun catcher thing
0: yeah that's what yeah I that's too. still it's
1: still in my dining room window my yep. Sun catcher.
0: yep i'm just um, i'm looking at these pictures and i want to go back
1: <laughs> i want to go back one of the things that i love about cruising and is the ship so mm. if you haven't if you've not been on a cruise you may not realize this the ship is basically just a floating resort it's not it's more than a hotel it's just a resort and i think i can go on a cruise and never leave the ship and be perfectly happy I'm completely
0: yeah. content yeah
1: yeah there's so much to do. So in a lot of ways, you don't, you have to pick and choose and you may miss something. So you have to, you know, if two activities are planned at the same time. Yeah. Um, Well, so
0: let's go back. Let's, let's, let's let's take it way, way, way back though. When was your first cruise? uh,
1: Do you remember? Yeah.
0: First cruise was my honeymoon
1: um, almost 18 years ago. We went on the Disney Wonder. At that time, there were only two ships. Mm-hmm. And we went uh, We went to Walt Disney World and the cruise. No, cruise first, then Walt Disney World. But we went from Port Canaveral to the Bahamas and Caswicky. I had never been to either of those places. Obviously not Caswicky if I'd never been on a cruise. But uh, Nassau, we went to Nassau and then Day at Sea and then mm-hmm. back to Walt Disney World on the Disney Wonder.
0: Yep. So that was, that was my first one. My first cruise was actually in 1990 on Royal Caribbean Sovereign of the Seas, which at the oh. time was the largest ship in the world. Um, t- it's, and Now it feels teeny tiny, but at the time it was considered, it literally was the largest ship in the world. It was brand new uh-huh. um, and it was just massive. And I just fell in love with being at sea, like right. th- the salt air, the wind, the smell, the sound of the waves, like. I just, I fell in love with everything about it. I, you know, yeah. I loved the entertainment. I loved playing bingo. I loved going to, I was 16 at the time, um, you know, and even as a teenager, I was like, this is it. <laughs> like, this is how I'm going to travel for the rest of my yeah. life. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that,
1: um, that I like is I love the ocean. Mm-hmm. I, but I
0: don't love the beach, <laughs> so uh, oh, I, I'm not a beach person. Yeah, I exactly. Beach. I love the I ocean. Like but, the beach. Well, no, right. I shouldn't say that. I don't like. I love being on the beach, but I'm not like a. I'm not going to camp out on the beach for a day. I'm not setting up a right. towels There's no umbrella. I'm not paying sand toys. Right. No. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: So I want to be. Um. On, but I want. But being on the water, I absolutely mm-hmm. love that, uh, and it gives you. Every opportunity to be sand free. Yeah, thank (laughs) you. Sand free. Um, And if you do bring in sand, your stateroom attendants will clean that up.
0: (laughs) That's right. That's their problem, not yours. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that was, I think, really what sold me on it was the service. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that there was somebody to, you know, if I wanted a, you know, virgin strawberry daiquiri, which at 16 to me was the height of elegance, you know, like if, you know, somebody was going to bring it to me, if I wanted something special at dinner, I, you know, we could absolutely request that. I wanted, I loved getting dressed up for dinner every night. I thought I was so fancy, you so, know, I loved having the same servers every night. And like, okay. you know, three nights in a row, I ordered something and on, you know, or like two nights in a row I ordered like a ginger ale. And by like the third night it was waiting for it. Like, I just thought that was, the best, the fanciest, the classiest thing ever. And right. I wanted to live that way forever.
1: <laughs> and, and I still do. Yeah, right. Well, the thing about that is it's that kind of service is fairly consistent across the board, no matter mm-hmm. what cruise line you go on. And you don't have to go to a four or five star hotel to get that service. You just yep. go on the cruise. Yeah. So I was in an
0: inside stateroom actually on that sailing with um a friend and her and her family. Um and so my you know my my first cruise ever was in an inside stateroom. And that was one of the things that I think in retrospect I found so interesting was that the the service was no different when I was in an inside stateroom versus if I've been in this you know like right I still felt as fancy and as classy and at you know the service were as wonderful as you know. Yeah. I think people sometimes have antiquated notions of cruise liners because they remember, they've already seen Titanic, right? <laughs> <You> <laughs> and so there's the concept of like st- steerage class and, you know, first class and second class and so on and so forth. And that is, that simply does not exist on cruise ships anymore. That is a myth and a legend that has been left in the past.
1: Yeah. And speaking of tiny ships, the Titanic was a teeny tiny ship teeny compared tiny, to <laughs> what we have now. Yeah. Even the small ships now are bigger than what the Titanic was. So
0: yeah. Yeah, um, there's a there's a, there's a, a graphic actually that um, comes up on Google periodically uh, that shows the Titanic in uh-huh. relation to like the current ships. and It's yep. it's, so yeah. it's so small. yeah so small. But
1: I, yeah, I fell in love with it from day one. And even though I am a little bit prone to motion sickness, I have never really experienced it that
0: much on a ship a little bit here and there. But, you know, if you're only in the roughest sea, I've only ever exactly. seen sort of affected in the real, like really, really, really rough seas.
1: Exactly. Uh, so even if, you know, you're a person who thinks you might get seasick, give it a try. I bet you won't, especially on the large ships.
0: Yeah. The bigger the ship, the less you feel the movement. Mm-hmm. Um, and modern ships have a variety of ways to sort of curtail the side to side movement um a lot of modern ships have sort of wings that you can't see they're under the water that ha- they're called stabilizers um that help because it's it's typically the side to side motion that makes you know people feel not so great and t- instead of the front to back motion sort of that you feel right. um, and modern technology has done so much to combat all of that um, but and i do think i think you're right i think a lot of people worry about oof what if i get what if i get motion sick mm-hmm. you know
1: And I'm not promising you won't, but I just, I just think that it's so unlikely now that you will.
0: Um, Well, I think that there's a lot of things now that you can do to prevent it, right? So, and I think this is the thing you typically, when you are feeling it, it's almost always at the end of the cruise on like the night that they're hauling behind back into port like typically the last day to night of the cruise especially sailing into and out of new york which we do fairly frequently um the seas are rougher and the ship is going faster
1: (laughs) or the first day from port canaveral to nassau yes because you're not used to it at that point it's still the first day and you're hauling it so you know maybe try a cruise out of miami that goes to nassau because yeah. it's yep. closer you don't have to go as fast yes
0: yeah. but also preventing seasickness is far easier than curing it so check with your physician discuss what the best option is for you there's a variety of options everything from over the counter to prescriptions um but just make sure that whatever you're using start at 24 hours prior to sailing it needs to be in your system and working before that ship sets sail that's the key
1: yeah
0: yep yeah. um so now, the cruising is resuming. We actually have a cruise booked. Well, you, I think, have a few cruises booked. Um,
1: booked and we'll actually travel on them, Are of course. Two different things. Two, two different, different things, things right now. Yeah. But, yeah, I actually have four cruises booked. <laughs> um,
0: Any between now and February when we're scheduled? One. One? Between. Okay. Yeah, no. No, two.
1: Two? All cruises booked. <laughs> Oh my, I have five cruises booked. Two between now and when we're scheduled to go. Yeah. One is um, just to go and try and see Royal Caribbean's private island that I've been trying to get to since before they shut down.
0: Yep, that's a day at Coco Cay, okay, right? Uh-huh. uh-huh.
1: Um, we'll see if that one happens. Uh, I mean, for me, it will happen, but... Yeah, you, you may or might not be on it. A matter, of me going... And then I, I am escorting a group to, on Disney Cruise Line in well, February. Right. And then we're scheduled on a cruise that um, with Virgin Voyages that they gave travel agents a cruise if we took their courses. So there we go. Yep. And then I have a cruise scheduled on The Wish yep. um, in September
0: of next year. And then yep. I have another. I do too. We're on the same <laughs> cruise. <laughs> ever- I, I forgot that. You forgot, you for every time you forget this, every single time. <laughs> I keep forgetting,
1: and then I have another one. For I booked it, and then you booked it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. You're not even my client. How am I supposed to keep track of this? Um. Anyway, the uh yet. Yes. Yeah. Yet. We'll, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Yet. <laughs> um, but and then yes, yeah, then I have a fifth one in October of next year, which I can. Okay. I don't even know if
0: I'll go on that because. Yeah. But that's how much we love cruises is that we will literally book you know just to ha- like just to have the booking knowing that we can cancel it if we need to but just you know yeah. just have them floating around out there as possibilities that's how much we love them like yeah yes. i have i have a cruise booked i'm on the the virgin voyages you know uh, sailing in february and then i have the disney wish on, I think it's September 5th of I next year. Um, I, so I will be dropping my kid at college. And then I've booked this cruise on the Wish to sort of console myself. That's you know? right.
1: That's another reason why we decided to go later, too. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, that and the price dropped by, like, half <laughs> as
1: opposed
0: yeah. to the June and July cruises. So. Well,
1: Sarah and I thought we should go on the Disney Wish for our birthday, which is the inaugural sailing. But, again. was graduating high school that day, so.
0: Plus, it was. Sweet. Plus, it was crazy money yeah crazy 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 money um so let's talk about the different cruise lines a little bit because obviously this is a disney focused podcast and you know we love disney cruise line and we have done many 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 um podcasts on disney cruise line you look through previous episodes there's tons of information out there um we do have a disney cruise line book but we also are, are booked on other cruise lines like do you have a clear favorite of the cruise lines or is it sort of it depends on who you're traveling with and you know
1: Both of those things, yes. Mm -hmm. Mike, if if I just, if somebody were just to come up to me and say, hey, let's go on a cruise, I'm going to pick Disney. That's my favorite. It's my family's favorite. Yep. Um, I love it. However, you can also get a very good experience on other cruise lines. Mm -hmm. And I've been on Caribbean, I've been on Norwegian, Um, I've been on Azamara, which was in Europe, and that's more, definitely more Mm adults. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have virgin voyages coming up that's only adults mm-hmm. so there are some things that i don't know about
0: how i yeah we haven't been on virgin that. voyages yet so we don't know a whole lot about it. although we do have a lot of friends who just got off of virgin voyages sailing um and that's very interesting for those of you who don't know virgin voyages is sir richard branson if you're familiar with like virgin airlines and virgin records and it's the same mm-hmm. idea um and the president of virgin voyages is the previous president of disney cruise line <laughs> <laughs> so there actually is a connection there, but it is for guests eighteen and over only. Um, right. Very different experience.
1: Yeah, and they they were they were about to start sailing, and then the whole COVID shutdown happened. So they right. are literally just finding their sea legs now. Uh, they have started sailing successfully, and we do know plenty of people who have been on them, and I've heard only positive things. Yeah, at this point.
0: Yep. I've heard good things. Um, and it's really interesting to compare sort of cruise line to cruise line, sort of like what's included. And we talk about this a lot. And again, we've talked about this on previous podcasts, but, um, I personally love a really inclusive cruise line experience, which is what I feel Disney cruise line gives you as well as other cruises. Um, Virgin Voyages in particular, all of the dining on board is included.
1: And gratuities are already included. Gratuities
0: are already included. Yeah. Um, so if you want to go to the korean barbecue on board that is not an additional surcharge it is included in the cost of your whatever you know if you want to go to you know the 24 hour sort of diner that's included i think there's like 20 something yeah something like that yeah 20 something dining locations on board the ship like a lot like a lot a lot yeah um and that's i love that aspect of it because i would rather pay more initially and not get the big bill at the end. That's I just agree. The, that's just the way I am.
1: So I I believe that um, for the ones that I've sailed on, Disney includes more than anybody mm-hmm. else does. They, they include uh, they include sodas and coffee and hot mm-hmm. chocolate and things like that, and they have a self serve station. Well, right now it's being monitored and somebody yeah somebody's you help, helping you. Yeah. We'll call it self serve because yeah. it's basically what it is. Um, but I feel like royal caribbean is a little bit more of nicola diming i felt very very much nickel and dived on norwegian cruise line
0: mm-hmm. but
1: again i i like them both you just have to yeah. be aware of what you're
0: what you're yeah. doing my two favorites are disney cruise line and celebrity those are my oh, two oh, favorites
1: been on celebrity. yeah celebrity is yep. great yes. yep celebrity yeah, i know you're
0: you on it with me <laughs>
1: <laughs> i've been on celebrity twice yeah a, a few thing. times yeah equinox and edge and i
0: do like them very much. I like them um, very much. Um, it, so Royal Caribbean, Celebrity, Azamara, those are all, well, until all recently, we're all sold. the yeah. same. Yeah. We're, we're all the same company. They were just different sort of levels of cruising. Azamara was recently sold off and is no longer part of the Royal Caribbean Corporation, but um, it was until just very recently. So, right. um, but, and so, and so I think that's the, that's one of the things I love most about cruising is there is a ship and a sailing for everybody. Like whatever your interests are, whatever your, the makeup of your travel party is, whatever your interest, you know, whatever your destinations you want are, there's a cruise out there. There, is, there are so many cruise lines out there, small ships, you know, big ships, you know, new kids on the block, themed <laughs> cruises. Yeah, I have friends that do the, the do the, you know, the boy band cruises and things, you know, there's tons out there. Um, And so it's just a question of finding the one that's right for you. Right. And there
1: there are cruises for every price point. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, just like any hotel, uh, you can pay more for a nicer hotel, nicer experience. or you can pay less. And I'm not saying it's going to be a bad experience by any means, but you can pay less for a lesser hotel, maybe lesser quality of ship. Or lesser. Yeah.
0: I think it's safe. I always think of it as sort of like the, the Walt Disney World hotels, right? Like there's the value, right. the value, the moderate, the deluxe, the deluxe villas. Cruise lines are very similar, right? Mm-hmm. There are value cruise lines, sort of more moderate cruise lines, deluxe cruise lines, family cruise lines, adult cruise lines, mm-hmm. um, and it's sort of what demographic does it attract, you know? But okay. there really is something out there for everybody. Yeah. In my exactly. opinion. Yeah. Oh,
1: I, I I agree completely. I've I have not. I have successfully found cruises for people who had no idea what they have
0: wanted to do. Yeah. Um, so, my favorite thing ever, like ever, <laughs> it used to be when I would get a client that was cruise reluctant. Mm-hmm. You know, they were doing it for their kids or maybe their family wanted it and they weren't really into it. And they're, you know, but all right, I'll do it. And then, like, before they even get off the ship, I've already got like they've booked on board. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You can find that similar with Walt Disney World. Like, you know, grandpa doesn't
0: want to go, but then at the end, he's totally in love with it. Yeah, Yeah. he's taking the whole family next time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Cruising is very similar. Like, they will win you over. Now, have I had negative experiences on cruise ships? Yes, um, absolutely. There are – cruising is not perfect, just like anything else. And there are certain things that certain cruise lines do or don't do that may – Not be your cup of tea. Um, There are certain cruise lines that you're constantly being sold something, (laughs) you know? Um, and Celebrity even actually does this a little bit. It seems to depend a lot on the ship for whatever reason. Like some ships I've experienced it a lot. Other ships I haven't experienced it at all. Um, Royal Caribbean, same thing. There's, you know, you're you're being sold a soda package or a photo package or a drinks package or, a, you know, a specialty dining package or, a, you know, you kind of can't move without like tripping over <laughs> somebody trying to sell you something. Most of the time I just say no and I keep, I, I keep it moving. But for some people that really bugs them, you know. Yeah. And so – it's just about doing your research
1: exactly exactly um one other thing that disney cruise line does better than anybody else is of course characters Mm -hmm. (laughs) um royal caribbean did have some dreamworks characters on some of their ships but that partnership ended so you don't have to worry about that with disney because that's a ongoing partnership (laughs) it's the same yeah
0: Disney so, Cruise Line is not suddenly not going to have Mickey Mouse on board. Right. <laughs> um, Mickey's there, not like not signing a new contract. <laughs> right.
1: Well, while there are plenty of characters to meet, if you don't want to meet a character, don't meet a character. They're they're not forcing
0: you, people, you know. That really um, is the genius of Disney, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, the shows, um, there are Broadway-style shows on just about every cruise line. If not actual Broadway shows. Right, uh, Broadway, Roy Caribbean that has actual Broadway shows. Yep. Um, Disney and, and all cruise lines pretty much also create their own entertainment mm-hmm. too. Um, Beauty and the Beast on the Disney Dream is fantastic. And it's a it's created for that ship kind of yep. show. Um, so you're going to find quality entertainment on every ship. But if you like a Disney style show, Disney's yeah. your cruise line. I mean, really. yep. yep.
0: And then, of course, there's the food. So much food. <laughs> also, you're
1: going to find great food on all of them, but there's something about Disney Animator's Palette on the Disney ships and um, Palo that is just absolutely yeah mind-blowing that's different from any other cruise
0: line. It just on. hits different. <laughs> just yeah. it's different. It um does. the f- the free room service on Disney Cruise Line, it's the free room service for me pretty much every time. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um and room service is available on almost all cruise ships, um but most um cruise lines do charge a surcharge for it. Right. Right. Disney
1: yeah. right. well, Cruise Line does not or blah, blah blah,
0: you know.
1: Yeah. Um but speaking of suites, other cruise lines do that better. We you know, we've said oh, that before.
0: so much better. Um we complain about this all the time and I like it's bugs me that Disney Cruise line is clearly not listening to the demand for sweet. <laughs> yeah. They, the wish has more.
1: Right? But not like the not junior suite more. or mini suite level. Yeah. Like yep. I think that they really need yeah, they need um, a junior suite situation. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's been depending on the cruise line, it's depending on what they call it. Like Royal Caribbean will call it a junior suite. Um Princess Cruise Line calls it a mini suite. It just yeah. depends on who you're who
0: yep. you're talking to. But yep. Exactly. Um, So let's talk. Let's let's break down these cruise lines a little bit. Let's 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 talk about the elephant in the room, the stereotype of some of these cruise lines (laughs) and the accuracy of them. (laughs) You know, there are certain cruise lines that do attract different older demographics, younger demographics, you know, um, Disney Cruise Line, Royal Caribbean um, tend to uh, those are pretty much the go to's for families. If you're traveling with kids, it's Disney Cruise Line and then Royal Caribbean. Yeah. Bottom line. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, if you are like me, for example, um, about to be an empty nester, you know, celebrity, um, Virgin voyages, you know, um, are probably more your target demographic. Right. Cruise lines like Princess, Holland America um, do tend to attract an older demographic. Right. Um, And some of it
1: does depend on the itinerary. Yes, very um, much so. Uh, like a, a longer cruise, like a Panama Canal cruise or something like that,
0: it's going to be mainly older people no matter yeah, there's what. A, even on Disney Cruise Line, there's like not that many kids Right. <laughs> on the Panama Canal cruises. yeah. Right. Because um, <laughs> who can take 14 days off in the fall? <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So um, celebrity cruises, while they do allow kids and they like kids, it is not catered to kids like a Royal Caribbean or right. a... Um, or Disney but they definitely have a great option for kids if you you know mm-hmm. if you want to go on that as an adult my daughter loved the Celebrity Edge <laughs> she, yep, and she loved that kids club she did um and this was so she was seven or so on it um and they had a lot of but activities but there was
0: like 12 kids on the ship yeah, or something, something like
1: that it was crazy.
0: <laughs> that's what she liked about it was she had like the sole attention of the counselor uh-huh.
1: so if that's <laughs> the personality of your child absolutely book that
0: yeah you know um She,
1: she loved it. So I think it's just going to depend on what you think you would like and your price point and all of that. But I mean, there's something for everybody.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And not to plug travel agents, except that I'm going to plug travel agents. Um, And I'm going to do it because I'm not a travel agent anymore. (laughs) So, But cruising is a perfect example of when a travel agent can be – I think a travel agent can be really useful for every trip, of course. But cruising in particular, because there are so many options, because there are so many itineraries, because there are so many different configurations, talking to an agent like Sharla, like Heather – who has sailed on multiple cruise lines, has personal individual experience traveling both with and without kids and can really advise you on what might be the best sailing for you is really, really helpful. And don't forget, travel just don't, it's free. There's no charge for, there's no charge for their services. So it, it costs you nothing um, and hopefully helps you get a better experience out of your first cruise. Exactly, exactly. So the
1: kind of things that we do are, I mean, obviously book it for you, yes. But if you have a specific question about uh, Skagway, Alaska, or mm-hmm. if you have a specific question about what you're going to do um, on the day that you go through the locks in the Panama Canal, or if you have a question about Castaway Key and what are some of the fun things to do there, that's the type of things that, yes, you could Google, but you don't know how out of date it is. You don't mm-hmm. know the COVID protocols. There's a lot of things you just don't necessarily know that having someone that is up to date on this will...
0: Yeah, well, no. You mentioned the C word. So let's get into that for a quick second. COVID protocols, obviously cruising has changed significantly mm-hmm. since the beginning of the pandemic. Can you speak a little bit as to sort of like a, a general idea about what the COVID protocols are if you are going to cruise right now?
1: Yes, this information is as accurate as I know it as of today, October 19th. <laughs> so, at one
0: forty four p.m. Eastern exactly. Time.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I say it, out the words out of my mouth, we're going to get more information. Um, anyone who is eligible for COVID-19 vaccine must be fully vaccinated for most cruises at this point. Um, that means if you are 12 and up, must be fully vaccinated. Not one shot. Not um, unless it's. The
0: Johnson Johnson, but you know, like fully vaccinated, consider fully vaccinated. You have to bring your vaccine card with you. The um they, And fully vaccinated means you can't have had your second shot the day before your cruise. Right. Two, two weeks, weeks exactly. have to have passed. Yes. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Um, you must get a COVID test prior to boarding. This could either be done depending on the cruise line at the port or uh, two to three days before you go. Um, all children, uh, again, depending on the cruise line, children have to do the same testing. If they are unvaccinated there are certain areas of the ship that unvaccinated guests including children cannot go uh there are certain excursions that you cannot go if you have any member of your party unvaccinated mm-hmm. so that's the basics
0: yeah, of it. Um, yeah. and
1: it, about once a month maybe maybe more often depending on how the numbers are looking and all that stuff but about once a month each cruise line releases the, the updated protocols if there are any
0: yeah yeah, it changes frequently right? Um, based on CDC recommendations and the current science and the current thinking and the current availability of vaccines and so on and so forth. But um, the bottom line is, for the best, fullest cruise experience right now, you, you got to be vaccinated. Everybody needs to be vaccinated. Sorry. Right. No. right. Um, hopefully, though, <laughs> soon... God willing, <laughs> we're you know, we're we're coming to the end of this thing and we can return a little bit more to normal. I hope. I really, really
1: hope. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean and it, it's it's hard to know and if I mean everybody at this point knows where we stand on vaccines, but if you are once that is not going to get one for whatever reason, we have no idea, no way of knowing if your January or February cruise will require that. I have right. no idea at this point. Right. And that does make it hard to plan. Yeah. Um I, I've lost clients over this, <laughs> uh, you know, it's, yeah. it, it's, it's if hard If you are to plan. not planning
0: to get vaccinated for whatever your reasons are, you, cruising is probably not right for exactly. you at this exact moment.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So.
0: You might need to wait a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For a while. So, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And I, this may never go away in terms of requirements. I have yeah. It no may idea. never change. Yeah. yeah. I have no idea. So So, um, you know, it it is what it is so you yeah. just need to be up to date on what the protocols are for your cruise and yeah. be willing and be flexible right now they're changing um they're changing ports of call this is not a normal thing that they change last minute it happens
0: it has been quickly. happening a lot though but recently
1: lately it's been happening a lot um and really 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 Fly in if you have to fly, fly in at least one day, prior at to
0: least one day.
1: Um, if
0: not more, please.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we knew some people last week that were stuck for a couple of days trying to get home from Miami with some of the issues that the airplane the airlines were having. Yep. Um, if you are not going to fly in day uh, a day or two before, use the air department from the cruise line themselves because. Mm-hmm if they have this guarantee that if you can't make the ship they'll fly you to the next port and let you board. Yeah. If you don't book that air through them, you're, out you're on of your luck.
0: own. Yep, yeah. you're on your own. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, that does it for why we love cruising. Have we convinced you? Are you ready to book your next cruise? I hope so because I really I just I can't stress enough the peace that I find when out at sea and the just the magical things that happen like Remember the whales Mm -hmm. on our Canada crew? Like, I mean, it's just it's it's miraculous being being able to be on the ocean in that way and be so sort of disconnected, you know, and yet connected is to me just one of the most magical one of the most magical things. So Mm -hmm. so that does it for this week's episode of the Disney Park Princess podcast. Uh, Coming up next, we are going to be talking Muppets Haunted Mansion because, of Mm -hmm. course, we are because. Oh, anyway, I'm not going to, I'm not gonna, I'm just, oh, we're going to be talking about it. Cause we're, we've both watched it and we're going to be sharing our opinions. We have strong opinions. Um, and we're doing this while Heather's away because she's not a Muppets person. So <laughs> we're trying to sneak in all the stuff that Heather, like are not yeah. Heather's favorite things to talk about while she's gone. Um, so that when she's back, we can talk about all the things that she loves to talk about. Um, so stay tuned for the Patreon extra. Don't forget if we get five new Patreons this week at any level. You all get to see my horrifying nineteen ninety-seven honeymoon cake castle picture. I love not it. you all, just the Patreons. Just to be clear, that <laughs> that photo is going on the Patreon Facebook group, not the regular <laughs> Facebook group. It's only if you join. You gotta you gotta pay up to make me embarrass myself in this way. So patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess. Please join our Facebook group. We're having so much fun in there. We have created I don't know if we've created, they have created such an incredible community. Um, And I just, I love to see it. People are meeting up when they're in Walt Disney World. And it's just, it just makes me so happy. We just have the best group of people in there and I love it so much. So that is the Disney Park Princess group on Facebook. Um, We're also on Instagram and YouTube and all of that fun stuff. So please Honestly, it's the only thing keeping me on Facebook right now. I I would have (laughs) a thousand percent walked away from Facebook this week. Um, It has been a week of trolls and people and... It's yeah, Facebook it, is way too people for me right now. Yeah. Um it's it's but, keeping, but then I go yeah. to our group and everybody is just yeah. so sweet and so like so helpful, and like there are no trolls and like nobody's causing problems. And I, I don't know how we got so lucky because Facebook groups, I swear, to large degree, are just often so problematic. And we just have the nicest, friendliest people in our group. And I just mm-hmm. it makes me so happy, so happy. Yeah. So it is my safe space.
1: <laughs> I know. I. I mean, I in general avoid Facebook, but I. But when I go on there, which is, I mean, it's it's daily. But you know, when I go on there, I go straight to the group.
0: Yeah, straight to the group. Uh, yeah, because yeah. yeah. the group is the best. They're the best. <laughs> it is. Uh, Heather will be back next week, and we will get to talk all about Genie Plus and Lightning Lanes and her VIP tour and how did everything go and what was it like being there on launch day and all of that good stuff. So. Thank you so much for joining us. Stay tuned for the Patreon Extra if you're a Patreon supporter. Otherwise, we will talk to you next week. Bye.